0: You're listening to the Dear Billionaire Podcast, an honest conversation about attracting and retaining world-class household staff. So whether you're a millionaire or a billionaire, new money or old, if you already have a house manager and estate manager, or you're thinking about hiring one, you'll better understand how to be a good employer to find and retain trusted world-class staff, why you should care more about the people working inside of your home, and how to turn over the reins of making. Management of your most valuable assets. I'm Kelly Ford Dixon. I was an estate manager for some of the wealthiest families in the world and am currently a luxury home management consultant. I'll be sharing some wisdom from other service professionals that may help improve the enjoyment of your amazingly complex life. So hello and welcome. This week, I thought we would talk about hiring new staff. And it always feels to me like you're sort of jumping off the cliff into the abyss, committing to a person uh, both ways, the homeowner to the private service professional and vice versa, that you're getting married without knowing each other really well. So I 100% recommend doing a 90-day trial and specifically for those of you who are thinking about relocating for this position what before you call the movers before you sign a one-year lease um, and and relocating into a new town put together a 90-day trial period so that everybody has a chance to flush out uh, who this person is who this new person is in your home how they're going to work uh, and then along the way 90 days should flush out some stressful situations everyone gets to see each other maybe when they're tired Um, and so truer personalities come out uh, so that you can understand how the these personalities which are sort of like one of the most significant Points of failure is people just don't get along. You've got this person in your house that you maybe don't understand. You don't need to be friends, that's for sure. But you want to understand what they're going to do for you, how they're going to improve your life. And this is the best way to do that. So during the 90-day trial, um, this is the baby step. This is the dating period of employment where I suggest you outline uh, or have your staff outline, especially if they're a seasoned estate manager or house manager, have them outline what you're going to receive in the 90 days. Now, this is strategic in knowing what kind of person they are, what you're going to get for the money investment, and vice versa. They're going to understand whether they wanna move to take your role, whether the money, uh, the salary meets with their expectations of whether, how the 24 seven services, hopefully you're not requiring that of your staff, but what those nuances look like. And most importantly, whether they're going to have control over their personal lives and realize that if you're texting them after hours, if they are required to pick up their phone, answer uh, any questions outside of an emergency, because that's what estate managers do, that they are working. And not just for those few seconds that they're returning your text or phone call, but if they have to respond, if they have to watch their phone during a dinner date or a movie or a personal event, or sleep, <laughs> they're working. And so be cautious and cognizant of the fact that you need to pay them for that. They need to be compensated for the shuffle and the pivot uh, from their personal lives. And that's uh, a different conversation that we, ha- we have ongoing here. But um, today, let's focus on what a 90-day trial period looks like. Now, I've been asked this recently and uh, the scenario looks like this. Hey, you're an estate manager new to the property with existing staff and we're going to have you oversee five of our homes, some of which are in construction. How are the first 90 days going to look? What do you feel is important to take care of? And so I would say this. Um, I believe that the first week is sort of a getting to know you uh, phase. Now, absolutely, during that first week or two weeks, you want to see all of those properties. Because inevitably, when an estate manager steps into that role, they're going to start fielding questions and making decisions on your behalf for those properties. So if they don't see them, if they don't have eyes on those properties in the closets, you know, in the mechanical rooms, uh, in the landscaping, they're not going to be effective at all. Uh, the next step that I would say is get those staff members to do one-on-ones with the new estate manager. They The estate manager needs to know personalities, tricky situations, difficult relationships, What are the communication challenges and so on? And the one-on-one and then tag on team meetings. How do they interact with each other? So these three things should happen in the first week or two weeks on every single one of those five properties. Then within the first month from that information, now we're going to take it to a next level. Um, The estate manager needs to work with key contractors specifically for any home that's in a remodeling or construction uh, or project mode. Who are the key players? Is it a general contractor? Is it an IT guy? Is it security? Uh, Whatever so that they have a point of contact so that they can contact them. If something goes wrong, if something's not on schedule, if something's over budget uh, they need uh, a relationship with those contractors. But Aside from that, we're going to start writing uh, the staff and contractor memorandums of understanding. And this is a number one miss that I see on every single property. We need to give everybody the same information about principal preferences, household protocol, and property protection measures that are required to be successful in this home. And realize that some homes need to go over the top with property protection. Uh, I've, I've coated driveways with heavy construction paper before so that no tires leave marks on the newly freshly poured concrete. Uh, I've done cleanup every single evening when the homeowner lives at home during construction uh, contractors need to be aware of what the expectations are and they need to be able to charge for those services because it's ex- extra hours on their day every day to do a full cleanup and then a full setup the next morning to get uh, back in, in functionality and realize that that takes out of their day. So you don't want to push a contractor to pay their, employees over time during this, or your costs are gonna go through the roof. So it shortens your construction day, but you're gonna get what you want with property protection and uh, full accessibility to your property during that time. You're gonna want that estate manager to start providing weekly property summaries. And this is a one page document that includes what was completed that week what's ongoing projects, what's coming up next week, anything that is stuck, we're waiting on a part, we're waiting on decisions for you to make. And then any staff updates, who's got vacation time, uh, who's out sick, whatever. And, And then some pats on the back about what's going really well at each one of the properties. And then beyond that first month, you're going to want your estate manager to start capturing this information. So let's say this person doesn't stay past 90 days. All of that information gained by that estate manager needs to be bundled up in one tidy little system. It can be a Google drive, uh, document uh, folders, but I suggest using an online project management system, Trello, Asana, monday.com, whatever. So that that information and that time was not wasted. It's bundled up in a neat, tidy package. And hopefully the contractor points of contact are included in their housekeeping standards. Your signed staff memorandums of understanding and contractors memorandums of understanding. All of that's bundled together. So let's say after 90 days, the estate manager does not come back. When you onboard the next candidate, they don't have to dig so deep. They can hit the ground running with that information that's been collected uh, by that first candidate. And then once you develop, um, I I use Trello. No big secret here. I don't sell Trello systems, but I I use that platform for um, ease of functionality for my lowest tech staff to use on their phone app. But as soon as that um, system starts collecting information, let's say the housekeeping checklist, you need to onboard staff with that new system so they can start utilizing the checklists um, and they can start communicating and tracking project information on that phone app. So that 90 days is a good investment, whether that person works out for you or not, you've gotten something for your money and your uh risk (laughs) Um, you're stepping off the cliff into the abyss uh, with this estate manager candidate the candidate gets paid for their time they get to see you uh, during this process you guys get to determine whether you like each other whether this is a good fit or not the communication is key the feedback is key But everybody wins at the 90 days, whether that relationship extends beyond the 90 days or not. So that's what I've got for you today. hope it's helpful. Thank you for listening to the Dear Billionaire Podcast. Please check our show notes, find us on social media, and sign up for emails to receive promotions and notifications from estate management systems, about our house management systems and services. We also have a YouTube channel with past contents that may be of interest to you. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube channel to receive notices of our weekly topics. And lastly, I wanna thank Leonie lawrence Van Sandwich. She is my editor, virtual assistant, and all-around smart woman that keeps things on track around here. And to the brilliant Paige Ray Creative for all of my brand development for all of my products and services. Thank you for listening.